Yo, what's up, and welcome back to another episode of the Movie Newbie. I'm your host Jabril Sahemi, and as usual, we are joined by Ollie and Raf. How about you guys say hello? Bonjour. Stick 'em up. That's well. That's it. That's all we got. That's all. That's all we got so for we today, folks. Little, so we're done. We're done. Yeah. Good night. All right. Yeah. See ya. All right. We ran out of time. Well, today we're going to be discussing another film in the French New Wave, and it would be Raf's last film yeah, already. of wow. this theme. Yeah, already. Mm. So quick. Um, yeah, what so happened? Quick. If one French New Wave this one goodbye. Wee <laughs> <laughs> wee, oui, oui, motherfuckers. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, what a way to end it on a, on a, on a strong note with, with the Dawn himself, François Truffaut. Mm. Who we've, you know, experienced mm. before with 400 Blows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that really blew you away, yeah. didn't it? 400 times. <laughs> that was weird. So let's move swiftly onwards. Um, so, Jules. Keep it clean, Raph. Yeah. <laughs> there are children listening. It definitely maybe. Made me breathless. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did you. Go to Cleo <laughs> from five to seven on that one. Doesn't no, make any sense, no. does it? No, no, we tried. We Let tried. me Jules and Jim out of here um, and talk about this film. Jules and Jim, or Jules et Jim. Um, it's Francois Truffaut's um, arguable masterpiece in a list of arguable masterpieces mm-hmm. that he has. Mm. Um, but this is up there to some. Uh, some see it as, as his crowning achievement his magnum opus um it's co-written by him but it's a novel a semi-autobiographical novel by uh henry uh, henri pierre rocher i don't know why i'm saying it in english and it stars henri serre oscar Werner, and jeanne moreau as the kind of titular characters that form a love triangle uh, amongst themselves and, that, and that's pretty much what the story um is about it's about a decade or decades long love triangle between these three characters um pre world one and goes through kind of several decades uh, into that um and i this movie's really complex every time i mean i've yeah. watched it three times and i always get a sense such a strong sense of strong sense of complexion and I never quite know how to decipher it in my head, but all I can feel is that I I relate so much to Oscar Werner, um, hmm. who plays uh, Jules, uh, and, and 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 I don't know. This film always sends me on a loop because I feel like I've experienced this love triangle before mm. i've experienced being in that situation and how difficult it is to navigate both parties how difficult it is to comprehend what it feels like when it's you know a boundless friendship and an uncontrollable love um so it's a really hard one and and a hard one not to judge these characters and none of these characters judge each other so you can't really judge any of them yeah, you feel like you're judging yourself. It's like, it's really, it sends me on like a loop. It really does. Mm. Um, and t- with all that, it's so beautifully filmed. It's so technically impressive. It's so um, impactfully acted uh, with 
for me, Jan Moreau is 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 you know steals every sh- steals the show, steals the scenes. She's incredible. She you know once uh, I believe Orson Welles called her the greatest yeah. actress um, of of her generation, um, and she's just impeccable in this film. Um, she plays it flawlessly as well as Oscar and as well as Henri. I, I don't think there is a film without these three, mm-hmm. um, and it's also beautifully written. And it's it's a technical marvel. There's some really interesting scenes in this, um, beautifully shot scenes, mm-hmm. um, to the point where we did, I think, in the previous episode, reference uh, you 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 said Tarantino, Martin Scorsese, yeah, um, all these filmmakers that uh, have a Wes strong impression, Anderson. Wes Anderson, that have yeah, a strong impression massively. on the French New Wave. This is one of the films, yeah, especially yeah. Martin Scorsese, which yeah. I believe um, he linked a lot of the Goodfellas to this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, his, the punk attitude towards this film, yeah. the kind of avant-gardeness, the kind of disregard to formality and to convention. This is what Goodfellas uh, is mm. and was, was inspired by. It was like kind of like a trio as well in Goodfellas. It was, right? yeah, that and kind of like yeah, fallout. Fall, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that 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 quintessential three, the rule of three, is is mm. very apparent in here, and it has been apparent since. It kind of reminded me in a weird way um i think it was the jane campion film with benedict cumberbatch the the western power of the doge power of the dog yeah um how it was kind of told from three different perspectives of like something similar happening i don't know it kind of felt like a modern version of what this film kind of represented in a way Mm. i don't know it it was you can see that this film was like the basis for a lot of modern yeah. filmmakers. Oh, to absolutely! This day. I think. Yeah. I think. I think what I'd written, uh, what I wrote down in my notes was that, and I also put this in my letterboxed review. Uh, follow me on there, please. Thank no. you. And um, I feel like this is the ske- like a skeleton key movie. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that term means? It's no. like a great film. So skeleton key. Well, <laughs> not quite. I'm not talking about skeleton key with Kate Hudson. A skeleton <laughs> key is a key that unlocks like many different kinds of many right. different rooms. Right, right. It's, it's like, like a universal key. Like a universal right. key, right. exactly. And um, I feel like this is the skeleton key influence for a lot of modern day American filmmakers yeah. in particular. Yeah, Martin Scorsese, Tarantino, Wes Anderson, big time, uh, Noah Baumbach, Greta Gerwig. Mm. I think there's loads of um, uh, contemporary I there's filmmakers that wouldn't have been influenced by this. Film. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There, I guess yeah, that's true. I think Scorsese said in a recent interview that he felt with cinema, there was before French New Wave and there was after French yeah. New Wave. The yeah. new Hollywood directors of which he was a part of, they wouldn't have been around if French New Wave hadn't come hadn't uh, come by and completely exploded the form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you watch Goodfellas and you see the whip pans, you see the 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 fades, you see the, the narration. Sort of thing, yeah, you see yeah. the dolly zooms. I mean, yeah. there's That's, even I mean Spielberg. There's a dolly zoom yeah. in this film, you know. Yeah, and there's even like a freaking Star Wars style like transition where um, oh, I think it's yeah. Jules, no Jim, looking out the window. And then it like does this weird transition yeah. of like a wipe kind of from the top right corner into the left. Mm. And it's uh, Jules and what's her name? Catherine? Catherine. Yeah, Catherine, Catherine, Catherine walking yeah. away into the forest or whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. And all, agree, yeah. all made with, you know, a fucking skeleton crew. Of, I think 15 people were involved money. in this film, you know? It's so bar- it's, barely any money to yeah. the point where Jeanne really? Moreau had it looks to... Like there, it looks like there's a. It looks like it's quite an expensive production to yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's expensive in terms of the French New Wave, but still kind of in comparison. There are helicopter shots in this movie. Yeah, there are so many different sets. Well, yeah. I, I believe Jean Moreau um, funded the rest of this film because they ran out of budget really? um, towards the end. That she, out of her own means, kind of funded the rest yeah. of, wow. of the movie. 
Um, so if anything, without you know Jen, this movie may, might not been made. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all these brilliant technical um, uh, wizardry and mastery, um, all made with you know a, 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 just a very little you know budget yeah. um, and people with infinite amount of passion I think. and creativity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So it just tells you that you don't really need a massive budget to make art. Yeah. You can just yeah. need talented people. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I was going to say... Um, Let's make a movie. French New Wave kind of <laughs> reminds me of, like, early, like, sh- like YouTube kind of DIY filmmakers. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like, trying 100%. to use their, like, minimal equipment and yeah, shoestring like budgets. Yeah, PewDiePie is, like, no, Francois not, Truffaut. No, not like that, oh. but, like... Um, <laughs> You, no, but it, I get. Do you remember um, that chi- the the the? I think he's Korean American. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hawaii. He, I think he's Hawaiian. Right. No, no, like uh, I don't know. There was this guy that used to do like basically how to he be used a ninja. Recreate. Well, uh, no, I'm I'm talking about the guy who like recreated Call of Duty and stuff. Oh, and he was snap. really awesome at special yeah, yeah, effects yeah, yeah, yeah. that he did at home. And now he's like one of the most like. Sought after, sought after like, special effects guys in sick. cinema. Oh, YouTube, cool. man, um, YouTube, the birthplace for yeah, a lot yeah, of cr- yeah, yeah. creatives, uh, for sure. Which uh, YouTube has now surpassed Netflix as the choice for the, not Gen Z, but the ones younger than Gen wow. Z. I think Gen. That's a. younger than Gen Z. Yeah, like yeah. Well, listen up, Gen A's. <laughs> we are on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we are. We are on YouTube. We are. Yeah, you can so, listen to us on YouTube. Yeah, check us out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I just thought there was, it was I like the whole DIY aspect of French New Wave. Yeah. So yeah. guys, thoughts. Initial thoughts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just chime in first. I fucking love this movie. Mm, I'd never nice. seen it before and I can't believe I'd never seen it before. So I've been watching a few Francois Truffaut m- movies in the last couple of years. And so I, I was big into my French New Wave since, um, uh, I first started watching them as a teenager. Prepubescent. Yes. And I, I, for me at the beginning, it was always Jean-Luc Godard and um, Eric Romer were my two guys. Mm. And I think Francois Truffaut was kind of supplanting <clears throat> Goddard in yeah. a way. Because each film of his I've watched has just, it's, 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 it's um, added to my appreciation for him as a filmmaker. And I know that this film was a really big deal. I know that it's seen as one of the essential films, but it had always um, eluded, eluded me. Yeah. And so I was really happy to finally sit down and watch it. And I don't know why, but whenever I'd seen clips from the, from the movie, it was always that scene of them running along the bridge. And it was that handheld shot. And for some reason, I thought it was going to be like a really lo-fi DIY kind of scrappy film in the same vein as Breathless. I didn't realize it was going to be this period piece that spans different decades and tells mm. this incredibly complicated, complex, tragic, funny, heartbreaking, colorful, like super melancholic story about this the these three people and their sort of entangled feelings for one another i really really liked it uh, what, mm. what really stood out to me as well in addition to the crazy style that was on screen was and and the performance as well of the main trio was um i really liked how this felt like a book in many respects and that mm. the first act is like um is significantly different in terms of tone and style to the the second and third act, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And I feel like how that's a metaphor for what happened when the First World War arrived. Yeah. So in the yeah. first act, you, and you get it from that wonderful opening credit sequence yeah. where you've got like the carousel music. It's like, bam, bam, bam. And you're just seeing, you've never even seen these people. You're, you're already watching a montage yeah. of how, like how how, how exciting live, yeah. and vibrant yeah. their lives are in the streets of Paris. It was They're very much Bohemian like, um, artists. What's that, what's that guy's name? Um, the the comedian the British one with the stick and the top hat. Um, oh, Stan and Ollie? 
like what? Like um. Oh, Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. yeah. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, like something yeah. from one of those old silent movies. It was so colorful and and vibrant and fun. That bohemian and, lifestyle. And man. that bohemian lifestyle. Exactly. It's so humorous. And yeah. I thought at first, oh, this is going to be like a really. Like um, perhaps a frivolous, very frothy, fun little romantic clef about life on the streets. It's going to be like a, a little comedy. Go to New then, York, and again. then of course, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. And then they go to um, and then sorry, and then they and then obviously the First World War happens, yeah, and then changes. just slows down, and you have this almost this this deeply sad um, but poetic sort of almost like a play yeah. about mm-hmm. marital strife and about. A, a, a love triangle that sort of plays with everyone and, and leaves them all sadder. And I just thought it was really wonderful. Really Somebody please movie. get this man an award for that speech. Thank you. Amazing. Damn, Amazing. that was really well. Yeah, it was very, uh, very well analyzed. Thank you very nothing, much. Nothing Thank left you. to say there. I, was, I felt like I was kind of lost for words actually, but I, I really like this movie. Yeah. So that's, that was, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, what you said. Plus, yeah. I Breathless. Mean, I, I, I think what I really like, I guess the first thing that stood out to me was the the really creative shots. Yeah. Like again, the mm. cinematography, you know, like the pausing of her face and mm. was that wait, was this that movie? It was they right? do they do they do do some uh, pause like where she's like I she's used laughing. to I used to I used to you know I used to smile and be and happy and now and smile, yeah. Right? Yeah. okay 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 yeah, yeah, yeah it was it was, I was yeah. like wait was that clear and now all I can do is frown and then yeah, she, and then like, she like, like does pauses, different looks or like there's the what I like to call the like Vogue, like Photoshop, Vogue where shots. where she's like walking down, and then there's like her side. Uh, she's walking down the stairs, and yeah. then there's like a shot from the side, and then there's yeah. like a front oh, profile. When they, when they first meet her, when where they she walks into her. that courtyard, yeah. and then yeah. and the camera like comes from yeah. behind her, then and, goes from the front, and, and it then, basically yeah. mirrors the the slideshow that they watched when they were looking at the sculpture. Yes. Well, so she she yeah, she is she is the sculpture. She is the sculpture. Yeah. But like when they first see her and they first see the sculpture, yeah. it's side profile, front profile, yeah. and that's how the shot was done. And I really just love the technicality because that's the first thing I see. Oh like, yeah. Like I said yeah. in the previous uh, episode, like mm. it was hard to truly like experience the film because like I was reading the subtitles yeah, and looking course, at that, and course, it, it was yeah, just yeah. so so much going on. Um, mm. But yeah, I totally agree with. what Were you Ollie challenged was by this even more? Because I like to think that there's probably more dialogue and more to like read. Yeah, I mean, it was and it's longer, it was it was so. a little bit challenging. Yeah. I would have to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it was very interesting. Like, I really loved the use of like archival footage. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was very. Uh, I I can't think of the reference. I'll get back to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. once. Yeah, once, once I remember. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, like initial thoughts. Like it was a very impressive movie, and I. I think I need to watch these films a few more for times sure. to yeah. to take in. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. I mean, that's the greatness about these films is that you, it's they're so easily rewatchable, and you'll get so much more out of it once you do. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's just jump right into it with uh, favorite scene. I mean, there's probably you know an array of of, of yeah, favorite there's... scenes out there. I, I know I do. I, I struggle. That's probably the one I struggle with the most. Actually, is favorite scene because um, there was just so many. Like you mentioned, creative, technical um, mm. shots that not just encapsulate the French New Wave and its fu- fu- fully fleshed form of expressive, expressivism. Um, expressivism? Is that a word? 
Expression? No. Expression? Expressiveness? Expression. I'm melting down <laughs> Expressiveness. now. Expressiveness. Expressiveness. Okay. Fully fledged form of expressiveness. Holy okay. fuck. Um, it's too late for words like that. <laughs> but yeah, I, I and Francois Truffaut is is just kind of the master at that. You know, yeah. he mm. you'll 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 see a, a Varda film and you'll see a, a Jean Luc Godard film and you'll definitely see yeah. the technical aspect. But then you see a Francois Truffaut and you're like, what the fuck is yeah. he's, yeah. what the hell is he? What is this? You know. Um, so th- you know, there there scenes like the running the race in, in, on the bridge um, is such a technical marvel when they're all racing each other or she she challenges them to a race and mm. it's that pullback and it's the one take and you're just thinking how is even the camera holding still right now or it's the side profile of her racing and yeah, and it's like how shot. so a lot of these shots were like improvised i i um upon doing some research that very shot of her racing on the side is is basically a, mount, a guy mounted on a bicycle, and it's just you know kind of filming it that way. So oh, there's right. very that sense of gorilla kind yeah. of like filmmaking where they just improvise the shit out of these shots, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I love. Um, but the scene that I will go with that you know always kind of takes my heart is um, between Jules and Catherine, or between um, Jeanne Moreau and Oscar Werner when they is towards the end of the film and she comes back to his room and you know confesses that she still loves him and that he obviously will never stop loving her and it's just this close-up of of their two faces as you know each and one of them like kind of kisses one another and there's tears and it's just a held close-up and it's so sad and yet so powerful and yet so loving but also ultimately so tragic because she might just go back and forth into this mm-hmm. and yet he knows that he will always love her mm-hmm. no matter what happens. Yeah. And that's where I saw myself as this character, right? Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, fuck, I've been there, man, or I'm there right now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I know that person to me and I know what that means. And it's just to hold such a close up and to have those performances fueled, um, by the writing and by their chemistry it's just so powerful. It always gets me. Yeah. Mm. And especially mm. with his character this time around. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, a lot of different scenes to, to pick. Mm. A lot of moments as well that really get me rather than mm. full scenes. But um, yeah, I, I would really say liked, more of a moment. Yeah, yeah I liked, um, I mean, I love that scene when she jumps in the Seine. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because it made me think, actually, um, I wonder if this, if Catherine character played by Jeanne Moreau yeah. is cinema's first manic pixie dream girl. Oh yeah. Because I feel like to call her that would be perhaps a disservice to how mm. complex her character is. But that's kind of what she is. She is like that capricious, free-spirited way yeah. that sort of flits in and out of their lives and causes mayhem, but also sort of follows her own impulses, even yeah. if that means away from them. And I kind of loved how that 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 scene sort of I feel like a lot of films, you know, and this gets mocked a lot of the time, you have characters pop up like that character who does mm. something wacky and crazy to show how free-spirited she is. But I feel like it has real purpose and meaning in that scene because they've just come back from seeing a play. This is when they're quite happy together, just mm. like a friendship group. And the men are talking about, I think it's like a Strin, August Strindberg play. Mm. And they just like wax on about this. Like sh- they just talk a lot of like chauvinistic crap, basically mm. about what women are. And then she sort of strays ahead of them and she can't be bothered to listen to their bullshit for that moment. Mm. So she decides to just dive into the river, yeah. knowing fully well that she might kill herself in doing so. 
and that says so much about her character and what and how she can't stand to exist um, in a moment the, where she, when she's having, I guess, being forced to listen to something that she doesn't agree with. Yeah, yeah. Or has to be confronted with um, men's perception of women, which is very narrow and boxed in. So I thought or, it was really cool. Yeah, she kind of um, opposes a lot of the feminine qualities that you would have during that time or have or even yeah, have sure. now. Well, you have a scene of her where she dresses as a man. Oh, yeah, yeah. She challenges yeah. a lot of the rhetorics, right? And that what that's I think that's what makes her brilliant is that she's always she always keeps you guessing. And I think that's why these two men fall in love with her because you never quite know what to expect. Yeah. Because there's such brilliance in life that comes out of her that you're, you just want to latch onto it and you want to live with her. Um and that, funny enough, that scene is um, the stunt double who was supposed to jump in the river um, showed up or didn't show up because she was like drunk or something. And she had to do it herself, uh, this stunt. And the Sen was so cold that she was ill for a couple of days after. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Dedication. Dedication. Was, she, was she an established actor by this point? Because you said that mm. she fronted the costs for the production. I think she had other means of finances. Uh, okay. uh, I said that really weirdly, but I think she was like she already. Had, she was independently yeah, wealthy. Yeah, she was an independently wealthy person. Um, uh, I don't know if she had made a lot of films before this. Um, I think this definitely established her. Sure. Um, this was her. This was the movie that that shot her into mm. you know kind of stardom. Um, but yeah, so you just kind of sense that kind of dedication from this actress. And you I don't think anyone else could have played such a character um, like that. So yeah, Jeanne Moreau is incredible. What about yeah. you, Habibi? Um, I found it hard to truly pick one just because there's one. so many like beautiful scenes. like, And it's so different in comparison to what we've seen before, you know, like a small spaces. Like this mm. is such a variety in, of settings. Yeah, of it's tone, just like an like epic, if said. anything, compared yeah. to the other two. It's kind of yeah. like freaking Lord of the Rings in one movie. Like yeah. you go yeah, like to so many places. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. In such a short time. Um, so I think just one that stood out to me was when it was Jules Jim and... Um, I can't remember his name. Oh, Ant- oh, Antoine? Uh, Antoine? No. no, Albert. Albert, the guy who wants to marry yeah. Catherine. Yeah, sort of um, the lo- her, her lover. Kind, like her, like the other guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> so like the, the fourth wheel, let's put it. Yeah. Um, but there's a moment where, like, I think this is right after Jules tells Jim that, um, like, the what's actually going on in the relationship, I think it's the next day, and then... Um, was it Antoine again? No. Uh, what's his name? Albert. Albert. Yeah. Albert comes and he Albert. like walks um, across the bridge and like down this path and like speaks to them a little bit. And like I think their daughter comes with like he's with his guitar and then he drops mm. it, says hello to the daughter. And yeah. it, it was just such a weird um, scene to me because like the in the guy like in Jules and Jim's world. Like they were like, no, we're the two guys, you know, yeah. and 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 like here comes another Who the fuck guy. Are you? Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> and also he looks quite similar to Jim. He, he even has like a mustache yeah. at one yeah. point. Yeah, quite he he, he had shaved it at that point. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I want to, sh- I, I want to grow it back. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, he just like, and then she like comes out of her door and she calls him over and he goes in, and um, the the sequence of events was just so shocking to me. Mm. I don't know. It was just, I wasn't expecting that fourth mm. element of it uh, i don't know yeah but it also like it was also the where i saw the tone change yes. from like the the first act where it's kind of like jovial and 
adventure and you know mm. fellowship of the ring and yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is like the the two at least you're going section. with the lore yeah. at least you're going with some lore of the rings yeah. references this time no more harry potter <laughs> you've been banned from did i do harry potter the last time no no, no but no, you, no. But you no, i did ago. i did mi7 recently oh yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think this film has ever been compared to lord of the rings before but um but hey but why not why not yeah. why not i say but well, I, I think i think just like as like variety yeah, of yeah. what yeah. Lord of the Rings yeah and like variety of shots in this 105 but I feel like you can you can tell the, the, the tonal shift or you can see that you can sense the, the change in tone from that moment when Jim's character um, arrives at their home in Germany where you know after the, after the world yeah. war mm-hmm. after they've married and I felt like the sound design was so clever in that because he's just on that yeah. rocking chair and for some reason the squeak of that chair and the silence in between you can just tell instantly that this is not a happy marriage yeah. that they are not getting on well mm. and that they need Jim to be there yeah. Yeah. in many ways even though no one says anything to that effect to kind of revive their yeah, yeah they're just, just there's something so still and quiet about that house yeah. well it's, yeah. it's, it's the same thing when, when, it's, when it's Jim and uh, Drew Jules uh, for too long. No, sorry, when it's Jim and Catherine for too long, suddenly they need Jules to come in to yeah. revive their, to rekindle That's, their yeah, relationship. They all need each other. They, need way, each other. But they can't They're... exist in that state forever as well. Exactly. Like, yeah. There was that montage after Jim and Catherine started sleeping together regularly <laughs> yeah. while she was still married to Jules. And you see that they're actually really happy. Yeah. They're almost living as this weird surrogate family, yeah. where there's the four of them, and then they're, um, and yeah, including the daughter, including the daughter. But yeah. then you get a sense that you know that's not going to last because there's that moment where the narrator mentions that Jealousy when Catherine in. sleeps with her husband, yeah. ironically, uh, Jim gets jealous, yeah, even though course. he's kind of the um, the interloper in a yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, he's the one who's you know kind of forming this relationship. Exactly, you know? and then you yeah. know that this polyamorous relationship is kind of built on. So a I rocky p- foundation. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of foreshadowed in that moment. Uh, this is going to be my second pick of a, mm. of a scene where um, it's like right after Jim meets Ju- uh, Jim meets Catherine, mm. and then she asks him to like pick her up for the train the next day when they go on holiday. Yeah, and he's like there, like, oh, is this bicycle yours? And you can see like there's a little bit of sexual tension building, yeah, but he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, my friend told me not, not this one. Yeah, not this yeah. one. Pasella. Yeah. 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 Has that's... anyone done that with their guy friend? Like, has anyone been in this situation where, like, yes? No, 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 no. I mean, like, when you're with your best friend and you like a girl, and it's like, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, <laughs> you know this. <laughs> what do you mean? You know this story. What's I'm not. Story? I'm not gonna. I can't reference names in case they actually do listen to this podcast. Um, we can cancel it. What? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, right. I was like, just don't do it in front of me. Beep out the names. Yeah, yeah, beep. But yeah, I mean, that's again. My mystery question kind of involves that a little bit. So we'll 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 get to it. We'll get to it when we get to it. These mystery um, questions are coming in hot. Well, you know, I've been you're like, pro- I, you're like prompting some real uh, some real confessionals here. Yeah, yeah. you know, like I'm, I might as well get personal with these Ooh. mystery questions. Yeah, right? I like it. I like it. Um, because you know, what, what, what else? Mm-hmm. Uh, so performances. I mean, I think the trio. Yeah, the trio. Right. It's really yeah. hard. It was yeah. the same with the last film. It's hard yeah. to sort of talk about anyone mm. outside of the the leads. Yeah, because um, this film movie is really about them three and they're yeah. all fantastic like i'd never seen oscar Werner in anything before i thought he yeah. was wonderful so um soulful so he had such sad a very, eyes a glorified actor as well like a very I, well yeah. i read about him afterwards yeah. but um but uh, jean jean moreau i'd only ever seen her in a couple of things but also henry Ser, henry Ser. oh he said what 
I thought like he was also very good, but I also thought he was just um, so handsome. He's so handsome. Yeah. So yeah. handsome. Yeah. So I, I had to handsome, say, I was just watching. Yeah. I was like, your hair is just. Beautiful. Yeah, no, <laughs> your lips. I was just like, yeah. And that, that, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, he was so trendy. And his mustache as well. Yeah. I was like, Definitely. And, I was like, and I'm like, and he, I mean, and he's kind of like, that. I don't swing that way, but God, you're beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And he's, you know, he, he's the, he's the one who, who, who comes out of that bohemian kind of culture yeah, and lifestyle as well. Yeah, he's meant to be the extroverted. Yeah. yeah. He's more uh, of the socialite. Yeah. Yeah. So you, and you get that. He oozes that. You're thinking like, damn, take me out, you know, like yeah. show me a good time, you know? Yeah. It's, it's characterized in the beginning. He was like, cause it was his his voice, right? Like narrating. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. like, yeah, I've had this girl and I gave him this girl and yeah, we're going yeah, here and there. And like also their, you know, their friendship is also quite a, a glue in this movie because, you know, it starts with them. Mm. It starts with you them know what, too. Sorry, you know what just occurred to me? Another film this most certainly must have influenced. What's up? Uh, a movie that we talked about on this podcast. Can Ooh. anyone guess? Um, it goes back quite a few couple of years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, a foreign film. I was oh. gonna say, uh, um, I was gonna, Infernal Affairs. Infernal Affairs. No, no, it's not, <laughs> no, no, no. The one car. No. No, 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 no. no, no. Um, it was in one of our summer themes, I believe. Oh, uh, E tu mama también. Yes, oh, yeah. right. That's don't, yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what like, doesn't, doesn't the dynamic yeah. between Jules and Jim kind of remind you of the two? That was the movie that I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, literally, that is. I can't the, remember that their, their, their characters' names. That was exactly like this. Yeah, oh, yeah. I can't remember their names. And I, I, I imagine Alfonso Cuarón must love um, oh. the French New Wave and, oh, and Jules sure. and Jim for um, sure. Yeah, specifically. Yeah. I mean, this, yeah, is Jewel and Jim. If anything, yeah, it's like absolutely. the Mexican version of Jewel and Jim. Because mm. you even have the getaway as well, where they, because, um, you know, in that first third, when they go when they go to the seaside, yeah, and they have and that really the car, cute montage yeah. where they're just yeah. like poking out the windows of that yeah. house. I think, with, yeah. I think with that film, um, not to compare it too much, but um, I think there's more tension between the two males. Like there's more of an aggression. Sure. Um, in in Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas they're all like teenagers in that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas these like these guys are like battle hardened men. Yeah, yeah. There's just there's so much respect. Yeah, you know? and I'm yeah. like, Damn. oh, that, rem- that reminds me of that, that that really cute line about how they were both. The thing they were most afraid of during the war was sh- killing, each, killing other each other. Yeah, because they weren't opposing. <sighs> that, that was the sides. first, like the first time, like when yeah, I heard they're like, and then the war happened, and we were called back yeah. to our countries, and I was like, fuck, fuck. like he's on the other side. Yeah, like dude. he, like he, I guess he was Austrian or something. Austrian. I was yeah, like, oh, man, yeah, and that, just, that really uh, broke my heart. Yeah, and it, and it, and it, yeah. like that's and that's what it would have been like for many people who had to go through that. Of because course, the first so. You had like the Weimar Republic in the like 1910s. Like, like Europe was a really in parts was yeah, the really Weimar swinging Republic was liberal after progressive. World War One. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, my the, bad. Yeah. Oh, but you had La Bohème. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. France yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So you had the early 1900s. But still, a very unifying, very like yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And then the war came and it just split that shit up. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We could have like had a good fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Fucking hell, war. Yeah. If Jesus only they hadn't murdered Christ. France, assassinated Franz Ferdinand. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. it, man. I mean, you had like people like fucking Picasso and stuff hanging out in France, and like doing so thing. many just like amazing. And cool I don't get movements. it, but you know what? They're doing it, and I love that. Yeah, <laughs> right? I love that. I'm doing it. And I love yeah. That. yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. Favorite quote. Favorite quote. <laughs> Dude, um, always, I don't really know his music, but he's doing it, and I love it. <laughs> wow. Um, favorite quote I'll, I'll, I'll go first um, I'll start us off and I'll say it's uh, again one of Oscar's or Jules um, quotes and it's when 
Jim goes up to him. Jim goes up to him and, you know, kind of confesses that he's in love with, or he's starting to have feelings for Catherine. And Oscar says, love her, be with her. Um, I'm just an obstacle. And, <sighs> and I was just like, damn, like I've, I've, I've uttered those words. You know what I mean? Like I, I've been there and that, that to be so giving, to be so open, to be so transparent and to be so honest with your friend and to, you know, obviously sacrifice a lot of yourself in order for your friend to, to, to also experience this, you know, the relationship between this amazing woman. Uh, And I think it's telling that the film is called Jules and Jim because in some way it's about their love for one another as as much as it's about their love for this woman. Mm, For sure. Like there's a reason why it's titled this way. And I think this encapsulate that relationship is that they're so giving to each other and they, they never fight. They never kind of argue. There's always this kind mm-hmm. of sense of respect and love and admiration for one another that they would be willing to, even though they, they both love the same woman uncontrollably, they would both, you know, share that love. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. that's so beautiful, man. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I was going to kind of like piggyback on that. Yeah. But like I mentioned the quote just now, um, it's the not this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mentioned the quote before. It's yeah. just not this one. Yeah, no, but what she said when he says oh, yeah, not yeah. this one, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was actually, uh, yeah, no, the quote was not this one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it just, yeah, like they. Pasela. Yeah. yeah. Um, was that was that also um, titled in your? Because in in the fr- oh, in the French, as in without the subtitles for us, like when I watch it and it's you know, oh, pure it says, form. There were things that was written that came yeah. out. Yeah, that one came out. Pasella. Yeah, there, and I was so, like, how intentional. That was one yeah. of the how bits intense. that that kind of pissed me off because there was like the English subtitles on the French subtitles, yeah. so like I couldn't really tell like what was going on yeah. like underneath. What was intentional? What yeah, was not, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, that was that was. Yeah, that line was. I just brought me back to being a kid and being like, mm. yeah, no, I, I like this chick. Yeah, I saw her yeah, first. Of course. She's my crush. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> like, don't don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But like like what you said about like their friendship and their respect for one another, like Jim even says like um, every time when he like you hear his internal thoughts, he's mm. like, it was always not this one yet. He still like, I guess, succumbs yeah. to his inner urges or like, um, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, my quote I picked was one from the narrator um, and it's when uh, 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 Jim and Catherine spend their first night together. Mm. And the narrator says, or at least this is the English line, it was their first kiss and it lasted all night. Mm. And I just, I thought that was mm. so poetic and beautiful. Uh, so French as well. I yeah. know. Yeah. Like a, a first kiss that lasts all yeah. night. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. That, that was one thing, like this entire film, I'm like, damn, this is French as fuck. <laughs> this is <laughs> film is yeah. so uh, French. This is French <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. This is, this is a panty dropper of a film, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. 100%. Makes you, uh, Makes you think about a lot of things. I was like, no wonder, like the stereotype of like, just oh that yeah, people want to fu- like, like, or people want to share love, or yeah. people want to like. But there yeah. was that scene where she's like, yeah, don't bother talking to this lady. Like, she has nothing up there. She's only like, uh, she's only good for sex. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. Like, Fuck oh, it up. My <laughs> yeah. God, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, and uh, she just like kind of stares. Yeah. Like, well, there's oh, uh, there's also like, <laughs> I mean, there's there's obviously that, and but then there's yeah. also the freedom of it, of of, of sexual expression yeah. of sexuality. Yeah. 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 You, they give you a sense of how 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 liberated that, that right? Time well, was. that's yeah. what I'm like. That's what I'm saying. Like Truffaut 
doesn't make any of that sound negative yeah. regardless yeah, yeah. of where you lie on the love slash sexual sure. spectrum you know yeah. it all is like out there on the table yeah. and it's all okay in the that world yeah and yeah. again you don't judge these characters for doing what they do there's no yeah. judgment there's that's no what judgment. i love yeah. about yeah. this film whereas they're like let's say if this film was made again maybe in the united states if hollywood had made this film or if it was an american film dealing with uh, love triangle, which Hollywood has done many a times. Mm -hmm. There's always something quite negative. There's always someone in the wrong. It. There's always yeah. someone in the wrong. There's always someone who accuses someone. There's always jealousy or envy. Moralizing. Or, yeah. Well, like like Itumama también. Like there yeah, was a jealousy. Bit. Yeah, there's know? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that kind of governed a lot of the situations. Mm -hmm. Whereas, yeah, this is is less that. This well, is it's, more. It's, this kind of like this sort of suggests that these this earlier time period like even when this film yeah, was released or when yeah. the, the 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 period in time that they're depicting on screen was somehow ironically more um progressive or less repressive mm. or like less restrictive than the time we live in now because yeah. i don't think people Could would be so understanding or shall, I, shall we say french yeah. about <laughs> your best friends yeah. having an affair with your with your partner I mean, there are still some, you know, micro micro communities or or cultures. Sure, sure, that but still you, don't, you wouldn't that. see it in a mainstream burners, film. Burners. I think. No, no, yeah. Well, yeah. Again, I, yeah. I don't th unless you unless you are showing a specific kind of uh, demographic of people sure. that do mm. still express that kind of love, which there are. It reminded me um, a lot of like the beatnik kind of. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. The beatniks, they probably had that. You know, um, they should do a beatnik film, man. That's that. Someone should do a beatnik film out there. Where kind of. You know, highlighting that that mm. era. We should do There's, it. We yeah. do one hundred percent. All right. Before we run out of time, I am um, going to offer my mystery question. And no, uh, we have armchair as well. Well, right armchair. I kind of alluded to it that that not really an armchair per se, but uh, the whole like the woman being like oh sure of, there just, are still some yeah, yeah there was a few bits i'm like few bits. this wouldn't yeah work now like this wouldn't said. fly yeah this wouldn't fly um yeah Is there anything else you guys want to add no I, I put down no notes no no uh, i think for me i watched it again and I, I i thought maybe it's it's running time mm -hmm. uh pushed it a bit mm -hmm. too long there were moments um where i thought yeah it could have been reduced um but yeah, like we've done with these films, that's just nitpicking. I do feel like it's it's a near-perfect film for sure. Um, right, mystery question. Um, have you ever experienced a love triangle with a best friend? Or have you ever experienced those kind of feelings where both you and your best friend or a very close friend have the same kind of feeling towards another girl or another girl? Because <laughs> we're all... Heterosexual, heterosexual males mm. in this podcast. Um, I don't know if I've been caught in like an active triangle, not mm. least to my knowledge. I mean, I'm sure I probably had a crush on someone who, and my friend also had a crush on them. That's just inevitably going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I did um, date someone and then after we broke up, a friend of ours who, you know, oh, uh, dated them as well. Um, I, I remember do, not I really do. caring about it that much at the time. I remember getting a little bit weirded out at yeah. first but i don't think i was 
preoccupied enough with that to really care. I was because <laughs> I think in Singapore it was bound to happen, wouldn't it? Like it was bound to happen where we I would mean, like Singapore's kind of very incestuous. Like, yeah, looking right. <laughs> back on it, I was just right? like, especially like your damn. your little group. Yeah. Well, especially like, you and Cody, Raph. I swear, especially yeah. Raph, dude. Yeah. Same Raph is a slut. <laughs> I would be the French. I would be the French slut. I would be. I would be the gym. No shame in here. You fuck whatever you want to fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, but I would be the gym a little bit. Yeah. There was but a lot of uh, sharing partners. There was say. definitely yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of sharing salivas. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a pretty good example. And I think, yeah, in Singapore, again, we're bound to maybe have like, mm. you know, romantic affairs with yeah, some of the like, same people because we're a small pool. Yeah, such a small pool, such a small yeah. crew. Um, and we all hung out with each other. We all yeah. went to the same club. Yeah. And that's where, you know. All sorts yeah. of like sexual like energies kind of were exploded in that in Zerka. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for sure, that's where we explored I our think, sexuality. I think for me, thank it you, was, Zerka. <laughs> thank you, Zerka. <laughs> yeah, no, I think for me, it was always just like when I was like quite young. Yeah, you know, like te- like let's say eleven, twelve years old, where mm. you're like first getting these like it's a crush, these but it's feelings. like a different like cr- yeah. yeah, you're getting more feelings. Um, and I remember, yeah, me and my friend, we had a crush on the same girl. Hey, yo. Um, but then... He's no yeah, longer your friend. No, no, we're still friends. We're yeah. still best friends. But, like, I just never wanted to be in that situation again. Yeah. So I made yeah. the decision that, like, whenever I... If it ever gets close to it, like, unless I'm the clear choice, like, I'm going to pull myself out. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm the same way. I, I was never really... um. Maybe it's had more to do with my own self-esteem or confidence rather than anything else. But I never wanted to, um, like, uh, duel for some for a woman's yeah, affection yeah. or, or, like, compete with anyone. Yeah. One, because I think that's, you know, that's kind of demeaning to the, the, the woman exactly. or the, the object of your affection that's mm. involved. But also, I just didn't, like... Sometimes there was so it's much, I think it's There was so much competition with men, with young men in the first yeah. place. I really didn't want to have to mm. compete yeah. for, for Especially someone. Especially with a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think it was more of a, like ego thing for me it's like if if you're not gonna go 100 percent jibril yeah. then go fuck yourself you know like you want you're you not gotta full halal? Yeah. <laughs> get out of here yeah no, then it's haram man get out yeah. <laughs> no, you no, need no. to be a wahed yeah number one, the, the number one. <laughs> jibril jibril number one the number one inside the heart <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I get that. I, I, yeah. That's there's definitely a lot of um, a lot of people experience that, right? Mm. Where we're we're very monotonous. Um, no, sorry, monogamous with monogamous. our with our feelings. Um, yeah, and I, I, yeah. I, I, I think it was also like a self preservation thing as well. Yeah, like if yeah. I, I think there were probably were instances where I found out someone else liked somebody, and so then I would sort of re- retreat. When yeah, this was when I was younger yeah. because mm. I didn't want to face the the. Um, the pain of perhaps yeah. being uh, rejected in uh, of not being in, the right guy, right, yeah. or being rejected in favor of somebody else. Of course, and then you have to look at them and think like, and obviously you they got up the and girl, you mature and you realize that that's not about that. It's yeah. it's more complicated. Yeah. But you're like, oh, I guess they're better than me. The one that got away. Yeah. 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 I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you you know my story, and you know, like I've, oh, yeah. I I maybe have more of that um, that Jules esque kind yeah. of experience where. Mm-hmm. I've I've been in a, a love triangle where it was very tricky, especially experiencing it in different countries where we were all kind of in different situations. But it was such an, uh, in hindsight, such a beautiful experience to have in your twenties because you get 
so much insight on how complex love can be. Yeah, it's kind of like it's not one thing. It's kind of like love without romance in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like the romantic dream. No, yeah, yeah but it's it's this kind of this kind of love, right? Mm. Where it's kind of uncontrollable, and you kind of you're both infatuated by the same woman, and yet you both want to give respect to mm. this person and and to the person who's also loving this. Yeah, you know. So it's like, and and this balance is very tricky because yeah, jealousy is a feeling that we all have and it yeah. seeps in and it poisons and you know, and it's also something that's natural. It's, it's only human to yeah. feel such a thing. So to navigate those emotions without having to hurt the other person, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it's like, no, none of us wanted to hurt each other yet. Ultimately it imploded because yeah. it's such a delicate a triangle is such a delicate thing. It's like if it falls, then it's just broken. Yeah. And it's kind of irreparable, mm. you know? Um, so, but it's, again, a, such a um, influential and uh, experimental and insightful thing to have experienced in my 20s. Because mm-hmm. now I fucking write poems about it. Now I yeah. fucking have it in my acting. And now yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, it's something mm. that's enriched me as a human yeah. as, and as an artist. Sure. Yeah. So I get why let's, that La Boheme or the Bohemian era had a lot of that complexion and, and served to, you know, create more emotional complexity between humans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, well said. Um, that's it. Ratings. Yeah, ratings. Yeah, perfect timing too. Um, I, hmm, I'm going to give this a lower score than Cleo, um, but probably a higher score than Breathless, and I will give it 9.6 Jim Mustaches out of 10. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I said at the beginning, I was bowled over by this film. Yeah, damn. So for me, it's, um... It's a perfect 10. 10 yes. out of 10 steam train cigarettes. Boom. You know, Therese, we didn't mention Therese. Who I thought was a delightful supporting character. Oh, yeah. You know, the little, the, the woman they met at the beginning. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then she has that bit where she she, do, she does the steam so, train like, cigarette, yeah, but then she yeah, also yeah, yeah. talks about all the adventures she's been on yeah. since she last saw Jim. I thought that was yeah. a really funny scene. Yeah. I remember the, yeah, that was like, damn, like, is that a fucking real cigarette? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah like, oh it my is. God. Yeah, yeah. This was all one shot. Yeah. I was like, ouch. Like, that's yeah. scary. Um, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. It's scary. <laughs> it's scary, man. It's scary. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this film. I really want to watch it again. Nice. But I, don't know. I still think 400 Blows is... Yeah. It's the just one that blew the you one away. that blew me away. Uh, yeah, it's the one that um, blew me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> four hundred times. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'll give it uh, eight point five out of ten guitars. That, nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, right Albert, on, man. That Albert had. So we um, are ending on a high. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I like that. So yeah, I, I thought this was maybe like going to be the yeah yeah the one. The, I think. The big that, yeah, one. I really like this one. Cool. Um, is he the king of French New Wave? What, Truffaut? Yeah. Um, some people argue he started it with 400 Blows, yeah. right? Okay. Some people would been... say that's the kind of I don't know. the I... light that started the yeah. fire. I don't know. I think, yeah. I think he was possibly the most successful out of them in terms of like yeah. looking at his full catalog. Well, filmography. And how, like, yeah. how, how successful he was over in a relatively short amount of time. Because I guess he was only making movies for about three decades. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know that there is no arguing that it wouldn't have the French New Wave wouldn't have started without um, a multitude uh, and and many minds mm-hmm. to cultivate it. 
So mm-hmm. without Agnès, they wouldn't be Truffaut. Without Truffaut, they wouldn't be Godard. And they mm-hmm. all go beyond inf- that to Jacques Demy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they all uh, influenced Alain each Rene. other, and they all helped each other yeah. as well to fund and to to carry this way forward. Mm. Um, because a movement doesn't start with one person; it starts with many. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a great sum up of the theme. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we've got Ollie's theme next. Is it Korean? Wait, don't we announce this on the bonus? Song? Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Spoiler well, alert! Well, the next theme is going to be Ollie's. Um, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's going to be Ollie's. And yeah, thank you for listening. We got the bonus mode next, episode 102. Um, yeah. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, give us a five star rating. Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, damn, wherever, whatever. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube, yeah, YouTube. Give YouTube. us a thumbs Gen- up on Gen-A's. YouTube. Gen-A's. We're gonna subscribe. get on that video in the near future. Yeah, don't yeah, you yeah. worry. Don't Check you us. worry. It's actually coming very soon. We tried it out for the for like a previous episode, but it didn't really work out because I fucked up. But we're it's coming. I forgive me. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right. Ciao for now, people. Love you.